Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is uh, America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. Hey, folks, um, it is it is a great day in the USA. It is certainly that. And, um, you know, I, I want to um, say this to each and every one of you, that um, we are dedicated to building the bridge to conversation. We must do that. We must do that. We must build that bridge. Now, um, I want to sort of uh, look at some things here that we uh, need to unpack together because (laughs) I think there's something for us to learn about how the invisible can... um, actually be the, the the greatest strength that an idea has i was was watching this thing with my wife the other night um it's called the family okay and um the idea is uh and, and I, i'm not going to go into the, the details about it but i got i, I received i got this um, thought, yeah, I got this thought from from watching it that the more visible the true agenda, the more invisible, the more invisible the true agenda is, the more influence the agenda can have. And, and I think about that. That's a complex. It's a complex idea. You can't just take that on lightly. It's a very complex idea, and it takes a certain genius to pull it off. Okay. And so, what you are seeing is an invisible agenda, true agenda, affecting and influencing. Uh, Things in ways that none of us could possibly imagine. And broader is the scope of effect. An invisible idea and a visible agenda has on society and the world and one that um, 
is honest, let's say, in the way it's truly presented. I mean, it's not hiding anything. You see it for what it is, you accept it for what it is, and okay, you you find a place for it in your life. But that invisible agenda, that agenda that is out of sight, but is dressed up like something else so that you accept it to be honest and you invite that into your life. You find a place for it in your life. But the unseen of that is something that... um, Well, hey, let's face it. It's just something that continues to influence in a quiet way. Let's let's look at um, uh, Matlin Murray O'Hare's approach to taking prayer out of schools. Now, it doesn't matter what your politics or your your. Uh, point of view is on this. Mine is that should have never happened, but it did. But but let's 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 look at how she did it. You see, there was an invisible agenda here, not just to take prayer out of schools. Oh no 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 no. Uh, most people and see what was so easy and Christians. You we we allow this to happen because I was just a kid myself. But I was certainly under the influence of people who are Christians, right? And so we collectively, at this point in time, we're seeing the effects of it, fell for the the paper wrapping and thought it was somewhat harmless if kids just uh, stop visibly acknowledging their creator in schools. We fell for that being a fair thing. And in the interest of fairness, we let it go. But the invisible agenda was to bring us to this place where you are now seeing the full onslaught against people of faith period oh my goodness you you just don't know you just don't know you, you must be hiding in a, in a in a gilded cage somewhere if you don't know that uh, you can lose your job if you start, start talking about uh, if, if somebody hear you talking about your christianity you may not be talking to them. You may not be hurting anybody. You may you may just uh, be saying as a Christian, you may have your Bible on your your uh, desk, huh? You may have a cross visibly around your neck. You may have a headband around your head that says "Man of God." Are you hearing me? 
you may have that around your head saying, man of God. Yeah. And um, get yourself in a fix. So there was an agenda and an invisible one, not just to take prayer out of schools, but to bring us to a place where, uh-huh, let's just attack the whole thing. Let's, let's not just take prayer out of schools. Let's take them out, period. Let's make Christians uh, and Christian values, core values, uh, let's make con- so-called conservative core values. Let's make decency uh, something that should be vilified. And people who see so-called decency as a soapbox. I used to be able to stand on that soapbox in, in public squares. Not anymore. In fact, you can't be a business like Chick-fil-A, like a cake baker. You can't be a business owner and try to stand on your principles without being sued in today's America. No, it was not about taking prayer out of schools. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You missed you missed you missed the whole point. It's more than just whatever happens probably will. <laughs> That's going on here. Are you hearing me? This was a design. And the design has to this point worked. And, and, and quite frankly, I'm going to tell you the truth about it now uh there will be those of us who will resist 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 we will do that we will resist 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 we will do that and there has always been those who change societies that were small factions of people who resisted There's no way that America should have defeated the British Empire. No, no, there's no way. There's no way uh, that America should have defeated the British Empire with all the allies and so forth that the British had. But it was a perfect storm. And God, of course, uh, had his hand upon creating a nation that could be an example to the world. But um, the fact of the matter is the Brits were getting greedy. Uh, They were heavy, the heavy, the crown was being heavy handed. Taxes without representation could not be tolerated by a people who had learned to be free. But as we began to progress and grow and become a nation, uh, well, the human instinct, the human nature, the human instinct says that, um, hey, why don't we try to do this? <laughs> why, don't, why, don't, why don't we try to do this? 
And let's not let everybody know about it. But let's make everybody think it's a good thing. Let's dress it up. And now there is profit to be made here. So we can't tell a whole bunch of folks about it, but we can bring folks in to the deception. Are you hearing me? We can't never let anybody really know what we're doing, but we can bring them into the deception and we can infiltrate their core values with the hidden and invisible agenda. That's what's happening. That's how we that's how we got here. Oh, it's easy to say, well, we got here because, well, we elected bad people. But you had you who knew better had to elect them. Do you realize that Hillary Clinton could have actually uh, gotten elected president of the United States if Donald John Trump hadn't come along? And as much as I, I was a Ted Cruiser now, I was a surrogate for Ted Cruz. I'm not certain in that hindsight that Ted would have beaten Hillary in hindsight because of the type of uh, venom that they used in that 2016 election. You see, Trump was immune to the venom. And Ted Cruz, you, we would have tried uh, feverishly, and it would have been a distraction, to administer the anti-venom to him throughout most of that campaign. And that would have lost the election. Uh, being uh, um, focused on keeping Ted shot full of anti-venom would have lost the election. Trump wins the nomination of his party, of the, of the Republican Party. Uh, uh, it is his party now, but they are though, but it, it is a party that is divided. There, let's make no mistake about that. You still have never Trumpers in the Republican Party. Uh, I trust God that there is a small faction of them, faction of them, but these leaks and this type of uh, attack on a sitting president from even members of his own party is unprecedented in this volume, in the way that it's happening. It's unprecedented. Huh. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It's unprecedented. And so, hey, all I can tell you, All I can tell you is this. If we do not uh, do those things that are necessary, you know, for for us to um, succeed with all of this. I, I I fear that the brush fire that Hillary was trying to um, ignite can be ignited if we're not successful in standing firm as you know that 
resistance. And, and, and get this. They call themselves resisting Trump. But, folks, the truth of the matter is this. When you look at the distance they have covered in bringing about their agenda, their hidden invisible agenda that is now becoming more and more visible, you have to make sure and you have to understand that you you must stand firm or you'll be absorbed yeah you'll be absorbed into the swamp uh i was on with joel gilbert in the um other hour of the show and he mentioned something you'll remember the name uh sabrina fulton Sabrina Fulton, if you have forgotten the name, if you have forgotten the name, Sabrina Fulton is the mother of Trayvon Martin, lives in Dade County, right? Miami-Dade. Now, she is being um, encouraged. She is running for Miami-Dade commissioner seat one of the commissioner seats there yeah and of course it's a way to get her on the payroll and and all of that type thing Trayvon Martin's mother you know now when we come back we're going to talk about uh, the uh, design the agenda behind that And how that plays in to this uh, election that is coming up here in 2020. I want to congratulate uh, the people in Louisiana for um, bringing up uh, a candidate that very well could beat John Bell Edwards if Republicans can hold together in Louisiana. I I just don't understand why they're not. State is John Bell is the only Democrat governor in the south <laughs> i just don't, i just don't understand louisianians that's my home state that's my home state but i just don't understand that how that can happen who was an obama operative but eddie responi who will be taking him on in the uh, primary coming up on uh, november 6th i believe it is the next time uh, that that vote is cast um, I believe Eddie Responi will be able to take out John Bell Edwards. And I want to congratulate Louisianans for at least pointing the wagon in the right direction again. I'm CL. We have a lot to talk about, uh, about this hidden agenda that is out there and it is affecting every one of us. And, uh, I'm going to be warning you of what to look out for here coming up real soon. Don't go anywhere. Resident.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. And I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation, the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Hey, um, folks. As I mentioned to you before we went to break, um, you might remember the name Sabrina Fulton. Sabrina Fulton, the mother of Trayvon Martin. Yeah, Trayvon Martin, the mother of Trayvon Martin. And um, she is, um, well... Well, how to put this? She is running for Dade County Commissioner seat, one of the seats. Now, what this this opened the door for? It opens the door for Hillary Clinton to come in, as she did, and say to her, you know constituents give her some money so she can win give her some money so she can win now hillary is beginning to stand up and sort of become the titular head of the democrat party again uh, there are some polls and, and, and you know what, gee whiz, when I think about this, there, there's a several ways to think about this. Uh, what if 25 percent of the polls are saying that Hillary will run again? Twenty five percent chance that she'd run again. Uh, she is narcissistic enough to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You see, this is a childhood dream of hers. This is not this is just not uh, some adult fantasy that Hillary had once she married Bill. No, being president of the United States is a childhood dream of hers. She had the accolades as Secretary of State. Yes, great position. Senator uh, Hillary Clinton, great position. Even First Lady Hillary Clinton of the United States, none of that, none of that satisfied her. 
No, no. She wanted to be the commander in chief herself. And uh, I don't care what anybody says. No, she was probably uh, certainly one of the key advisors to Bill uh, in the White House. But no, Bill was president. Bill was the president of the United States. Hillary was not the president of the United States. Not even not even pulling uh, levers. Uh, Bill was the president. But she has always wanted to be president. And 25% chance that she's going to run again. And she's putting some pieces in place with right now. When we think about Sabrina Fulton, Trayvon Martin, uh, you remember Trayvon Martin's George Zimmerman, uh, you know, the Trayvon Martin case. Uh, if you're alive back then, you cannot possibly have forgotten that. Well, his mother, Sabrina Fulton, is running for uh, Dade County Commissioner's seat. And Hillary Clinton is saying to her constituents and people who still listen to Hillary Clinton, uh, give her some money. Uh, yeah, give her some money. Give her money. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll give her some money. And um, the fact of the matter is... Come convention time, I don't know where the Democrat was. The Democrat convention being held uh, this year. Find that for me. Um, they're going to trot her out at the convention, and they are going to attempt again playing the race card using Trayvon Martin mother as the the, the, the the bait it's diabolical but you know what I'm glad that they are going to do that oh yeah I'm, I'm very glad they're going to do that uh, because by them doing that it absolutely shows you know i was just uh, i was just there in milwaukee they're gonna have it up in milwaukee i just left milwaukee yesterday they're gonna have it in milwaukee <laughs> that's a that's gonna be good that's a you see wisconsin wisconsin's a battleground state gotta have it democrats gotta have it so they trot Trayvon's mom out at the Democrat National Convention, going to be held in Milwaukee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Play that race card, Democrats. Play that race card. Play it and play it and play it until it does not mean anything to anyone. Anywhere anymore, play that race card. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Play that race card. America's getting tired of this stuff.
But believe me, it's not about um, it's not about um, speaking truth. Not anymore. No, 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 no. It's about creating discontent among a people who are immune for the most part from tyranny because they are happy with their prospects. Yeah, that's what keeps America, Americans from tyranny. It's it's because we are happy with our prospects. And so when you create an environment of discontent, constantly talking about what is not true uh, or talking about things that are not based in reality, yet speaking to an under-informed populace, then you are uh, dealing with a situation where uh, people are influenced by lies. And the dense content, now they can have two loaves of bread under their arms, but if they are influenced by the lies that that's not enough bread to, to you know, that's, that's, you, you don't need more than that. Uh, and somebody's got to give it to you. When, when you are uh, berated with that type of idea and approach to life itself, you then are open to being engineered in a social pattern that will uh, create discontentment. And that opens you wide open to tyranny. Discontentment leads to tyranny. Yeah, don't ever forget that. Uh, people who are uh, satisfied and 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 are happy with their prospects, they, my friends, uh, cannot be moved very easily toward toward being taken over by tyrants. But if you create a false narrative of America. Uh, you will be able to create a fundamental change in the way people view the most exceptional nation on the face of the planet. Because now you have people in the most exceptional nation who are discontent. And so the tyrants began to work their magic. Are you hearing me? Now, I I, I want, I want, I want to bring this. I want to bring this up. I got to talk to you about this. And uh, one of the speakers, I heard this from one of the speakers. Uh, I'll bring, I'll bring forth the name. Um, 
because I don't I don't have um, my program right handy with me. I, I really can't. Uh, but uh, one of the speakers that spoke before me, I, what was the keynote? I spoke. I closed this thing out in, in Milwaukee yesterday or day before yesterday. Now, and um, I, one of the speakers said something. And I was I was I in Milwaukee or was I somewhere else? You know what? I think we were no, we weren't in Milwaukee. I was in North Carolina. Yeah, I was at uh, their Reagan Day dinner. I spoke at their Reagan Day dinner, and one of the speakers behind me. In fact, I think it was the moderator, Dennis, who said this. He said, "If you are for." the Republican Party, then you are basically for what the scripture says and what the Bible is says and what, what God is all about. But if you are with the Democrat Party, if you're pulling for the Democrat Party, if you are a Democrat, then you are not. Oh, my goodness. Room got silent. But we listened. And the point being made was scripturally, if you call yourself Christian or if you have conservative values, look at what the Democrats say about life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And look at the Bible says about life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. And you'll find that it is more of a conservative notion than it is a progressive liberal Democrat notion. Just weigh it out for yourself. Oh, you could take it further and say, well, you know, uh, if, if, if you, uh, God must be for the Republicans. And he did take it to that. He took it to that, that, that point. I know Christians, people who call themselves Christians who vote Democrat. And the point being made was how could you do that? How could you? Without endorsing many things that would be absolutely against what you profess to be as a Christian, right? That's what I'm surmising. But now, your liberty is something that's under attack and tyrants hate liberty. Always they always they must hate liberty. If you love your future, if you are uh under uh 85 years of age. If you're 85 and under. Yeah. Then you have the ability to um you have the pot, the prospects of living to be 105 to 110 years of age. Um, a, a lot of the trends are pointing in that direction. Absolutely for sure. The trends are pointing in that direction, which means that you will have a much longer opportunity to um, establish your, your, your good character and continue establishing your good character as you live your life through time and affecting others in their character. Yeah. 
And I think that's why this generation is being allowed by God to live uh, even longer is because the good character that you have exemplified, so many of us have exemplified, along with the lessons we learned in times when we uh, were not such good characters, is the historical um, compass that must be uh, held out and given to our young people. They need to learn from us, but too many of us are doing our very best to roll over and play dead. Huh? Uh, More important is that there's a mental blight. Yeah. That makes American people think that somehow we need someone else to think for us. And what happens is that the, the, the uh, politicians that we send to office, they become not just our voice, but they become our mind. Yeah, there's a difference. And, and, and they're, if they're echoing your voice on Capitol Hill, that's one thing. But one of the dangers that our founding fathers pointed out to us that could happen and is happening as we speak right now is the fact that uh, we uh, f- failed to pass on constitutional principles to our young people. And when you fail to do that, the young people began to depend, and you began to depend also, upon the human frailty of those people we elect to office. The Constitution of this United States, based on a Judeo-Christian ethic, was put in place as a foundational tool to protect the citizens of this nation from the frailties of the humanity that we send to Washington, D.C. to be our voice And it was there to be the tool that would be our the the mindset that they were to operate from. But because of their human frailties, they stray from that and they began to be our minds, or at least they began to not only speak for us, but they also began to think for us. And that, my friends, is something that is detrimental to our future. I'll be back. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. C.L. back with you, home stretch of the C.L. Bryan Show. So glad that you could be with us today on this great day in the USA as we build the Bridge to Conversation throughout our great nation. Hey, folks, it is, it is truly a great day in the USA, and I'm glad to be here with you live uh, on today. We'll be headed out uh, to the West Coast in the next couple of days. And, uh, of course, I'll be back uh, uh, live. The show will be on. The show will be certainly on. And soon, tune in. Tune in to the C.L. Bryan Show. And I certainly want to uh, thank uh, all of you, particularly Red State Talk uh, Radio, our flagship station, uh, for welcoming us into their family, the terrestrial station that replay the show uh, across the in replay uh, across the nation, and also Loving Liberty. I want to thank them for uh, welcoming us into their family. And then Red State, of course, is the flagship um, station um, of our show it is uh the number one talk uh platform in uh america red state talk radio hey um as we head then toward the home stretch let's take this into account just say no to those who are prepared to think for you and not speak for you. Those who want to think for you huh? instead of just speak for you. That's what you elected them to do. You elected them to speak for you. Take your voice to Washington, to that chamber, uh, the House of Representatives, And that's what they are supposed to be. A representative government of you. You, you, that's what they are supposed to be. And and so, um, friends, when they start thinking for you, then, you know, it's, it's like, uh, you know, a corporation uh, bringing in its, its people, you know, taking over and bringing in its people. And uh, all of a sudden, it changes who the corporation is and what it was. Oh, you see it happen all the time. It happened at Walmart, to tell you the truth. Yeah, when Sam was alive, uh, you know, Walmart was um, a different place for its employees. But... Uh, the corporate heads changed. Uh, 
and the nature of the corporation also changed. Oh, yeah. It happens on city councils. When you have an influx of people coming uh, from other parts of the country, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, Georgia, you know, and and they're settling in that North Carolina and they're settling in uh, Colorado. They're settling in areas that were formerly uh, conservative. They bring their ideas with them. And before you know it, they're thinking for you. And the essence of a, a corporation, it, it changes. The essence of a state changes. The, uh, a city, it changes who you are and what you were anyway. But it also gives you a huge glimpse of what you can become. And when you look at the Ocasio-Cortezes, the Omars, the Talibs, and the Presleys, uh, this is a glimpse of what you can become. Are you hearing me? You, this, th- they are a glimpse of what you can become. And I, I'm, I'm happy to report you have not become them yet. But the the whole idea of this fiasco that is going on uh, on, on Capitol Hill Right now, with Adam Schiff and uh, Nancy Pelosi and uh, that that whole uh, bogus impeachment uh, attempt, with all of that going on, it is a glimpse of what you can become if you don't vote this foolishness out of power. Now, there'll always be some there. There's always going to be some there, right? Always. But unless you vote, take the gavel out of Pelosi's hand. If you unless you take the gavel out of Pelosi's hand. You can become that thing that you fear the most thing that you dread the most and that is a nation that is just like any others nothing exceptional about the people because everybody has equal outcome there is no competition and everybody is on the government dole getting free stuff And that translates into (laughs) tyranny. You think opioids addictions are are big or huge now? Huh? You think that uh, suicide is huge now? You wait till the progressive liberals and the um, elitists take over. You think that... uh, People are kids are killing themselves because they're not liked. Are you not not because they're not liked by their physical friends that they go to school with? They're not liked by people they never will meet. 
and that is weighing so heavily on their minds that they're killing themselves and self-medicating. If you think that is bad now, you let and allow the progressive liberals elitist, the Marxist socialists take over. And there is no way a weak willed, weak minded, uninformed millennial. And certainly that generation, I don't know what they call themselves, uh, who are coming up behind the millennials. The, the snowflake era, the snowflakes. They will not be able to stand the heat in that kitchen. I am telling you that will not be possible that they can stand the heat in that kitchen. So suicide rates, opioid addictions, all of that will, in fact, increase if, in fact, we do not take the gavel away from Nancy Pelosi and the power to carry on this type of foolishness from the Democrats that um, they have right now. We got to take we must we must take it away. We can't. We have to take that hill. The definitions of anything also lead to a destination. That's Dr. Marlene McMillan. Those are her words. She said them on on this show. You take away the definition of um, what family, motherhood, marriage, nation, church is. Change it. Then you had all of those things in a different uh, destination and direction. If motherhood uh, is something that can be afforded to someone who is male, then you have arrived at a different destination than was intended. Are you are you hearing me? If a man can be mom, mother, if a man can be mother, then you have arrived at a different def- destination. And that's because you changed the definition, which means that you don't have to change the history books at all. You just change the meaning of the words in the history books. And you change the destination of a nation you change the destination of a church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've, I've had this experience where I was leading a church in a direction and they came into conflict with me over definitions of what a president is. Their definition was that he should be black my definition is that he should be a patriot. <laughs> yeah. And uh, because of the rift that occurred there, they changed the destination of that church. 
didn't change my destination because I was headed here anyway, but they would have come with me. It changed the destination of the church. America, there is a destination that you are charting for yourself if you reject the core values of our Judeo-Christian ethics. It will lead you to a different place. And that place is one that, well, I, I just don't think will be beneficial to the existence, the continued existence of our republic. A democracy leads to mob rule, always has. A republic, though, is one where everyone is heard. We are headed toward mob rule. And it's time for us to pull our head out of the spiral. And it's time for us now to understand that we as Americans, yes, we are. We are at this point in time. We are still in charge of this country. But you'd better stand up quickly and root yourself, steel yourself against the onslaught that is about to come. Not too many days hence. Americans stand up. Stand up for the Republic. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL and may God bless and keep you all. We'll see you here again on tomorrow.